Welcome to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. This is the only podcast that gives you a raw and unfiltered perspective of what it's really like to be a professional cheerleader. Whether you're currently on a pro team, an alumni, or really curious about what it takes to become a pro cheerleader, the Pro Cheerleading Podcast gives you all the inside scoop and hot topics in the pro cheerleading industry and in-depth interviews of current and former cheerleaders. I'm your host, Makiba. Join me every Wednesday as I reveal the truth behind the palms. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Nice to meet you, man. I know all about you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I feel like a stalker because now I know about you too. Hi, Quentin. <laughs> What's up? Welcome back. Why are you wearing red? Hold on, I'll change. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> like wrong. Right. That's the wrong color for our team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, I'm so excited to have you both. I know. I'm so happy we were picked to represent not just cheerleaders, but the Rams, you know? I know. God, I have so many questions and I'll try not to be all over the board, but you know. We're all over the board if you watched last night's episode. (laughs) Holy cow. Okay. So you guys, welcome to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. I should act like I have a real show. You guys brought me out of retirement to do this episode. So I am so stoked. This will be a bonus episode just because like I couldn't resist. This is my first time watching Amazing Race, you guys. So for everybody who's listening, I have two fabulous former cheerleaders from the Los Angeles Rams, Quentin Perron and Maddie Lynch. Well, I'm going to be Morales soon. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, put a ring on it. Okay, soon to be wifey. So Maddie Morales, yes. congratulations. How exciting is that? So no, you guys, this is so cool that you are contestants on The Amazing Race. This is season 34. This is my first time watching this show ever. And man, oh man, all I can say is like, stressful. Last night's episode was like, whew, crazy. Y'all had me scared for a minute. We'll get into that. But yeah. I just want to give you both an opportunity to kind of introduce yourself. If you guys have not listened to Quentin's episode with me, we already had a wonderful interview, kind of getting to know all about Quentin's background and past. What was our episode's name, Quentin? Do you remember? Oh, well, it was supposed to be We Did It. And then I think he chose uh, Last Dance. That's what yes, it is. Yes, I did. Last yes. Dance. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it was supposed to be we did it I was listening to that while I was editing and I was like why was I racking my brain over a song choice because everybody knows that when Quentin finishes choreography it's all set and perfect he plays the Dora we did it song and we already had a song and then I went on this tangent of finding the perfect throwback song but anyway it's called The Last Dance <laughs> but Maddie this is your first time being on the Pro Cheerleading Podcast so let's start with you really quick Mm-hmm. And just give us a little bit of background. I mean, former Rams cheerleader, the years that you cheered, a little bit of your dance background, because that's just what we do here. And then we'll get into some amazing race. Yeah. All the things. Awesome. Well, I am a former Los Angeles Rams cheerleader. I was on the team from 2017 until 2021. So I did four okay. seasons with the team. I joined the year after the Rams moved back to LA because I was finishing up my degree at Cal Poly Pomona the year the Rams moved back and I was just in the thick of it with school. So I couldn't audition that year, but they had back in this time, they had live audition finals. So the public could go and watch. And I had a lot of friends that were auditioning that year. So I went to watch and there was just something about that energy. I was like, I need to do this team. 
I need to be on this team. And I'm from San Diego too. And I've, after I graduated Cal Poly Pomona, I moved back to San Diego and tried out for Rams the next year and made it, commuted from San Diego my entire four years. Well, you did not. Really? <laughs> did. Okay, Heck yeah, a, I did. Heck yeah, I did. a lot. It was a great time in my life where I had like the time and the freedom to do it. Um, to do it and now. also just an incredible whirlwind of an experience. I feel like we had a very unique cheerleading experience because for those that don't know, and if you don't watch the race, you don't have kind of the backstory of me and Quentin, but me and Quentin have known each other for quite a while back when we were both in college um, is okay. when we kind of I was ask how far you guys went back because I know you were partners at auditions right like you guys yeah. were both audition partners but so you go back even further than that yeah so we've been friends for a while we had developed like a respect for each other in kind of like the dance world we weren't like the best friends that we are now back then he actually dm'd me saying like he would see me at the Rams audition oh. and I was like Oh no. Or like, you know, it's just, we've never had boys there. And I was like, he would be the guy. And as soon as he told me, I was like, yeah. And I hope you take it by storm. And he yes. freaking did. And, and that's exactly what he did. <laughs> and we were lucky to be paired together. And I feel like, I mean, we've talked about this a lot, so I can kind of speak on like Quentin's feelings about it, but it was kind of like a comfort thing that he knew me going into it and him being one of two boys in the entire room, in the entire audition finals. I think that was like a source of comfort and it definitely made me step up. And that was the one thing that I appreciated throughout my whole experience on Rams is dancing alongside boys because there's a different power element that they bring to their Mm -hmm. movement that made me want to elevate myself as well and plus I'm tall so I'm always put next to them so I have to do good or else I'm bad (laughs) oh my goodness I love that we're getting the backstory with amazing race I'm like of course because you guys are representing this space I want you on tv all the time so I'm kind of like when are you going to talk more about this and that and show them again and but I love that we can kind of share at least the connection and the respect that you guys have from being on a team together and Quentin you said she was your captain is that right yeah I was in her line, what, all four years? All three years. Three, because there was one year that we weren't on together. Your yes. last year. Yes. Oh, gotcha. I was always literally right next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she was here and I was always there. Um, so it was always cool to kind of see, one, I mean, seeing her be able to get that moment where it was her time to lead and get that captain notoriety. And then, boom, now she's captain. And then, uh, again, still keeping that friendship and just seeing her grow and everything was always awesome. Yeah. And now it's like, oh my gosh, we're, sh- we're just ran the world together. Like, this is nuts. <laughs> well, and I don't want to kind of like steal your whole intro as well, but I really want everybody to listen to Last Dance as well. But how about you walk us through not just like the best friendship that formed, but like, how did you guys decide to embark on this experience together to try out for the show? So just kind of walk us through your friendship and how you thought that this would be like the coolest thing for you guys to do together as best friends. Are <laughs> <laughs> you guys still best friends? <laughs> now you know it's okay. Hold on. Um. Well, the cool thing is that the race has uh, they've been reaching out to me specifically for years ever since I made ramps. And, oh, okay. Yeah, there's always been like an email in the back, and I was like, "This must be spam, whatever." I'm not gonna answer it. But then it wasn't until Super Bowl was when I was like, you know what? I think if this is it, if I know I'm retiring, I think I'm going to respond. And 
say, hey, let's audition. Let's see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. And originally they wanted a, another boy. And I was like, I want to win. And as petty as that sounds, I was like, this show is based off relationships. And I was like, and we have two young men who just made the team. You know what I mean? They're really, they're, they're too young to, like, you gotta, you gotta know the world. You know what I mean? You can't just yeah. be a young buck, like, right out of college, bam, around the world. Not gonna happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's like, so I was like, well, the only person that I feel comfortable running with is Maddie. And they were like, well, we want a boy. And I said, well, I want Maddie. So, <laughs> so I don't know what else you want to, to tell you. Either you want me or you don't. And then I want her. So I gave her a call and I was like, hey, so. <laughs> Uh, I was getting my tires changed and I'm at like the car place and I get a FaceTime from him and we FaceTime all the time. So I was just like, mm-hmm. What's up? he's like, Hey, do you want to, would you want to like be my partner on the amazing race? And I was like, sure. <laughs> that was it. That, like, and I was talking to my now fiance right after that. And he was like, that's a big deal, Maddie. And I was like, yeah, but it's not going to happen. Like Quentin has all these ideas. Like you just never say no. Like if you're in our space, the best thing that we have learned is you never say no to an opportunity. So there mm-hmm. I was. I'm like, sure, cute. Yeah, let's do it. Next thing I know, we're okay. Well, we have an interview. And we're like, okay, well, they want us to be together. But Maddie lives in Vista, which is like an hour and a half from me. And I was like, uh-huh. well, if they want an early morning interview I'm not going down there she's not coming up here so we have to meet in the middle so I called our friend Brittany I was like hey can we come to your place and do our interview together like <laughs> so we met in the middle did our oh, first yeah a whole, it was a met like just trying to a lot of the couples either live together or like you know what I mean they're all like right. um we're like one of the few that know we're not in the same household so or even in the same city so and we we made it work I mean the audition process was cool because it was different than a lot of the other reality shows where it's not necessarily about the drama but it's about your relationship and it's about the story and the because we all have our these friendships that we have for so long but it's cool to actually have to speak through no when did I meet this chick what have we gone through together you don't think about that stuff you're like oh we've been friends you know what I mean it's like you don't know the actual details like oh no shoot well she really was like in the first piece that I ever choreographed for a college. And then, you know what I mean? And it was rough, yeah. but she was centered because she was good and I liked her energy. So that's where that friendship started. You know what I mean? It's, it's that. Um, and then you yeah. remember, remember those things. You're like, oh, hold on. Like, like that was a long time ago. But that, that was the coolest part about the interview process. And then then you had the psych test and then you had the, you have to get physicals and all this stuff. And COVID's still a thing and the COVID testing. And it's like, oh my gosh, are we ever going to make it on the show? Um <laughs> The whole process was mm-hmm. virtual and I'm I think it's the first oh, okay. season that they casted solely virtually because usually there's at least the the finals like the in-person component and the last season they had of the amazing race was stopped because of COVID it stopped for 19 months and then they resumed production so I imagine their audition oh, process was not the way that we did it and we navigated the entire process all virtually until the very last deadline day that they said you will find out by 4 50 p.m before 5 p.m <laughs> and we got the call now i'm at the studio and i was like all right y'all i have uh so i can't say much because obviously we both work with kids and it's like we're gonna be gone somebody has to kind of take, take over, over. Take i was kids. like yeah. i can't say too much i was like so i'm going to get a call today and if you see me crying and if I drive away, just know that I, I'm gone. Peace out. <laughs> like, if if I I in, and you're just like, 
Well, you know, we were so sure we weren't gonna get it to well in the whole process I I think I was more sure about it than he was because he's just he's just that guy he's like always competitive and always competing with himself so like everything he's just always second guessing but I I just trust it because I know that the race is about relationships and I know mm. what we have is a solid foundation with a lot to say about it and a lot to develop, I guess, because there's a lot of history there. But when it got to that last day, we even talked to each other on the phone at like four o'clock and we're like, okay, well, let's just get, just prepare, you know, let's just prepare for the bad news. It's okay. It's fine. You know, and that wasn't the goal. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So you guys are screaming in your respect, like around your kids, or did you maintain composure? Like what was your reaction no I, I went outside. So I was like, ah! It went in the car. Just like, yes! Nobody thought he was looking, but shoot. Like, <laughs> but at that moment, it was like, oh, shoot, this is real. Okay, well, all right. And Maddie is like the the planner. So she, had, she was talking about, okay, well, we have to get this backpack. We have to do this, this, this. We have to study this. We were both in the gym all the time. And I was like, okay, well, what shoes should we get? What backpacks? Like, you know what I mean? Like, because now it was game time. Because now it's like, well, if this is really going to happen, I'm not here to get last place. Like, Mm-hmm. you know what I mean we're not just representing again and there's also been other uh, cheerleading teams but we're the first ones to kind of be one have the NFL backing and our team backing so we weren't just like professional cheerleaders like no we were former NFL Rams all that stuff and being able to have the logo and everything like that was yeah that was, was huge. Huge. That. That was huge like yeah I thought so I thought that, that was a little process show, but yeah I was really surprised at how much uh, well, not, why am I surprised by that? I feel like the Rams are very supportive of you guys getting a lot of opportunities in your area. I mean, you're in LA for crying out loud, but appearances and different things, it seems like they're a lot more open to you guys getting that publicity. But that was amazing to see that you were able to fully represent. Being- I think usually when you do things like as a cheerleader, it's all under your organization that you're representing. Exactly. So because CBS is not a Rams thing that normally like when cheerleaders have been on the show it's nfl cheerleaders and that's about as far as they go or i guess it it applies to like pretty much any reality show like i've seen on like the bachelor you see girls with the title nba dancer but it doesn't say right team Mm -hmm. that was a whole separate process we had to get the all of the outfits that we wore that had the logo they had to be approved through the rams they the cbs lawyers and the rams lawyers i guess had to figure out something and then we got a list of the things that we were allowed to bring but right. we were we were very proud that not just representing NFL cheerleaders which we're super passionate about but to represent the team that kind of made us was huge awesome I love that I mean in hearing about what you tried to do to kind of prepare how long did you even have before it was like get on the plane you find out and you are leaving in a week or did you have like a month or how long did you have to kind of get your lives together we had just under three weeks because oh they, it was supposed to be three weeks, but then they pushed like the note ah. that they were supposed to notify us. They pushed it like another couple days. So it was a little bit under three weeks, which is quite a bit of stuff you got to learn. <laughs> we were over here in the wilderness taking them hiking classes and map reading classes over here, buying compasses and what kind of bug spray. But you, like, <laughs> like my, you- my, like, annoying self was like okay so how can I get I just gotta get the hair dyed again I gotta get the conditioning and the purple shampoo Maddie's like well where's my my self tanner like 
it's that it's stuff. So like, listen, that part of it, I'm not like we are cheerleaders. Listen, and there's a lot of stigmas that are not very true. And we are like, that's okay. We welcome that because I think just the way we carry ourselves is just a different way. And I kind of take pride in that. Like, you don't have to see us for all that we are, but we'll prove it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the extras, the skincare, like, cause we, we did prepare. We listened to these podcasts. Every single former racer will tell you, you only need one backpack and that's all you should bring because you'll run faster. And if you can switch Mm. off or just have the man have it. And I, and we looked at each other. We're like, that's not going to work. That's not going to work for us. We have outfits. We have our own skincare. We can't, we can't share hair products. Skin, no. like, there's no. none of that. So it's like, there's something that we weren't re- willing to compromise, but that's because we are. Cheerleaders. Hey, you know, there's a camera there at the end of the day, the whole time. Okay, all up in your grill. So yes, what I you need all up on the right side of my face. <laughs> While you're driving, is it like where that camera is just like right here? But yes, we can't be up there looking at a hot mess. I would be this. I'm a toiletry junkie. Like it's like my crack. It's so it's so bad. Maybe we're all that way, but yeah, there would be some must-haves, and I would just figure we out. We can how talk to about make it later work. when we do the race when we get started talking about the next this leg that just happened. Oh my god! Okay, see, here I go. I'm getting excited. Okay, did you even know where you were going? That was another question. Like, did you know what country? Surely no. From last night's episode, Austria versus Germany. No, but I didn't know if you knew you were going to to Europe. No. Well, the coolest part is that we traveled uh, via charter. So we got on a plane and Mm -hmm. we were like, hey, like, let's just time it. We don't know where we're going, but, and we're on the the plane with the cast, the crew, the host, owner, everybody. Um, And we're, we can't really speak. So I was like, well, let's press play. Let's press start on our watch and see how long it takes to get to where we're going. And the the compass said Northeast. And we traveled about six hours and I was like, we're in Canada. I was like, I have a feeling. I was like, I, I've flown a lot. I was like, I, we are in Canada and it was dark. Ooh. So I was like, okay, whatever. And it was very like, like snowy, haily, rainy. And I was like, oh, we're for sure in Canada. And then we touched down for like 45 minutes and then they switched the crew, like the flight attendants flew another six hours. And I was like, oh, we're for sure in Europe. I was like, it said East for the, like a hard East on my compass. Like we're in Europe for sure. We were kind of dumb. Like, I, but it wasn't just us. I'll say we landed in Germany and I guess the word Munich in German is called Munchen. So we're not mm-hmm. thinking we're in Munich. We're like, oh, we're in Munchen. Like, what? <laughs> like, what's up? Like, I've been here before. Like, can't win. Like, <laughs> but listen, like, you are thrown through a loop. Like, you are put on a plane and they don't tell you how long the plane ride is or where you're going. So I think the hardest part for us is like, we're about to start racing. Is it in two hours? Because we originally thought like they're going to fly us to another state. Like we didn't think we were going to go to an entire other country. So it's just a whole like, how long are you going to be on a flight? And then it ends up being 12 hours with no TV. Also, you know, there's no like TV screen. It's it good. It's not the commercial that's got like the, you are here, the little airplane going across. Okay. Now I have so many questions. How were you guys emotionally prepared to like just not know information like type a personalities potentially kind of like needing to know needing to plan was that just part of the process I guess that you in getting onto the show and kind of understanding the dynamics that you really were going to be in the dark for a lot of this that would be so weird to me to kind of be 
on a flight for that long, not knowing where I'm going. Does it drive you crazy or is it just me? There's a couple like aspects to it. Cause on one hand, the, the hard part is not knowing how long the flights are. Cause like, mm. you're like, should I sleep right now? Like, am I going to have to get off the plane and start running? So like that part was a little bit tough. And then going to a different location, you'd like, you don't know where it is. So you're like, like notoriously on Amazing Race, Asian countries are the most difficult countries because of like the cultural and language barriers. Mm. So our biggest fear, like when we're flying east, we're like, well, I, okay, great. Cheerleader. Um, <laughs> I'm like, you wouldn't go East. If you were going to Asia, you would go, you would wrap around the world the other way, but still, you know what I mean? It's no. like the anticipation of where are we going to get dropped off? But I will say on the other hand, I think it almost levels the playing field a little bit, unless you have teams that Ooh. have real world knowledge about certain places. Like if they've lived there, like the military brothers. The military brothers, yeah. Well, didn't seem to help that much when he was driving around the first episode. It didn't. I, was, it, I guess it <laughs> don't help. But that's what I mean. I think it yeah. almost levels the playing field because normally in the Amazing Race, you go to an airport and then you have some downtime in the airport where you could research the country you're about to head to. Oh. So if you take that out of it, you have to go into the country with whatever knowledge you have, <laughs> which, which for but us, munching. Munch. Munching. <laughs> munching. literally munching. <laughs> like. I freaking love it. Well, it's interesting because I was thinking as I was preparing for the interview, like, okay, you know, what experiences do you have as an NFL cheerleader that would like prepare you for this? And the first thing I thought of is like traveling with the team for whatever it might be, Super Bowl, whatever it is. And from the minute you get off the flight, you're working. There's no real drop your stuff off in the room, get down to rehearsal. Like you, even if you're traveling internationally, I mean, I've heard about like Probably. you didn't get a chance to adjust to like the time zone. Sometimes you're literally going right into it. So I was thinking, okay, that might be helpful where you're just down for whatever. You're just kind of whatever they tell you to do when you land, you're ready for, for it all. You probably like did something once you knew you were landing. Like- <laughs> Counted up a little bit, like I'm ready. Like let's go. <laughs> we're in Munchen. Where are we? Where are we going? <laughs> oh my god, I freaking love that. We're gonna get into the episodes now. I'm watching it for the first time, and I was kind of thrown off that that scramble business was really new. Yeah. In general, in terms of the format, this is where you got to like pick which challenge, I guess. What do you call them? Tasks, challenges, whatever. Um, which, which one you were gonna do in what order? So you have like your map to kind of figure out how you wanted to map it out. Did you guys like that aspect? Were you really like thrown for a loop by that change or was it really helpful? I mean, you guys finished third in that first episode, so you guys were killing it. Were you excited about that flexibility? I liked it. It is stressful. And then what they didn't show is that they made it seem like Asta and Nina were the last ones there. But me and Maddie were literally, we had the map on the floor. We had a tour guide. We found a tour guide. We were like, hey, we need three points. These were going to go now. Which which way is the fastest way to get to one so that we can get to all of them? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, we were in that parking lot for a very long time. Like, I'm, I I don't know where Austin and Nina were because we were not looking at anybody at that moment. But we, when we ran to the car, we were the last car. Like, <laughs> wow. So you're like, oh, really- shoot, are we last already? You know what I mean? And, but at the end, you know, it's just that. And then that's with the scramble. You don't know where you're at. So, you know what I mean? So our first challenge, I think, was with the ice. Yeah. The smash. And we were, yeah. like, you know, and you're... A, you're always lost at some point you know that you oh i gotta turn around hold on i pass around you okay oh my god we found it dope and then again there's a thing called a race brain i feel like we're like you're 
like we've always talked about being cool, calm, cute, and collected the entire time. We talked about yeah. like reading the clue, but then there's something about when you actually see that clue box and you're like, go! And, like, <laughs> and you're ripping, you, you're shaking because you can't rip the freaking clue and you're like, oh my gosh, go. And then you're like, ready, read it. Like, <laughs> the first clue, like when we're stopping and getting directions, first of all, we're frazzled. We're not experts, but like when you're walking up to tourists that are like, oh my gosh, like American TV, like, you know, you have yeah. camera crews. And then I'm talking to a girl and I'm shaking and then she's trying to give me directions and she's shaking. I'm like, we're all just, yes. you just oh, don't know yeah. until yeah. they start. No, it cracks me up to even think about it because, of course, it just, it's TV, so it looks very, like, yes, there's this frantic scene, but this is the real deal Holyfield you guys are talking about. Like, literally, your nerves, your anticipation, everything's, like, I would be, like, a jitter, like, nobody, the, the cameraman would probably be shaking just looking And we at had me. a Celsius. We had Celsius packets every day. So those freaking <laughs> packets had us stressed and shaky, like, that little like powder really yeah 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 we actual drink. yeah never we did. would have to like do a warm-up like we would just dance with each other for like 20 minutes before we would start the leg because like our caffeine Ooh. would hit and you got to get like some jitters out so we would just sing and dance just to get us warmed up we're like okay we're ready to go <laughs> even the best part, i love when you do your little dance at every episode the legs yeah, that's cool. But even like the best parts, I mean, like see this episode, I'm like dying, crying, laughing, and we're doing all kinds of theatrics. But uh, but no, I love that you kind of had a little, um, kind of a little routine of just getting your life. You guys can probably name this episode, and this time I won't forget about it while I'm editing. Did you have like a kind of a go-to song of like this is like our uh-huh. Rocky Balboa type song to get us hyped? We had a lot of songs. Yeah. Oh, a lot of like a playlist that we had, like our little bit of technology, like in between the legs or before we started racing in Germany. You would have downtime in your hotel, and you would have about like twelve channels. And usually, you look out with one of those channels being a music channel, and Uh, so we would just listen to music all the time. And every time to this day that I hear, as it was, yes, I was going to say it. By Harry Styles, like that just brings me to Europe and us just Whoa. like popping in our room <laughs> and watching the music video. And even like, like we had, and I think the cutest part is that we every morning we had a little stretch sesh. Like, okay, hold on, that's what I'm like. You know what I mean? We're like, you don't know what we're about to do. Are we swimming? Are we running? No, let's make sure that we are good to go. Rolling out, we had a little like lacrosse, lacrosse ball. ball. Like here, okay. get it on your back. Like we had a whole kind of moment. Like, hey. And sometimes we would not talk to each other, you know, sometimes like that. I think that's what worked about our relationship is that we knew no matter where we were in the race, like everything was nonverbal. Like you can tell when you wake up, okay, I think we're both a little irritated and a little stressed. So let's not speak until we get out. Cool. And then, so you put the music on it is quiet and it's not, we're not mad at each other. We were just like, you, you need that. You're kind of me time. Like for me, my me time is a shower. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to be in this bathroom forever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I just need to stay there right for like 20 minutes and stare at the ceiling while Quentin's singing in the shower <laughs> listening to him sing Mariah Carey at <laughs> four in the morning <laughs> but that's like a good point to bring up so you guys do not have any alone time essentially you're oh. you're just that's it same yeah. room same okay oh so they really are trying to like not necessarily test relationships but but it is a test. 
It's a it test. test. Yeah, and that was, was the thing that I was, I could say, like, I was the most proud of, like, outside of, like, like what we see on TV. Because, you know, we we have a ton of, like, the same friends, right? And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, like, you too? And you guys only have each other for 30 days? Because we're, we're crazy. We're high-energy people. And him especially, he doesn't sleep. And I like to sleep. So people were like, oh, how is that going to work? Did you guys fight? No, not at like, all. We, like, we just got it. Like something clicked with us that I'm like, I could travel with him everywhere. <laughs> like I we don't know that. our boundaries. Well, like knowing, like you said, just sensing the mood and just knowing that you don't have to, nobody's trying to like one up each other and trying to continue conversations. Oh, that's so priceless, especially when you're in stressful situations. Like you need, yeah. you just need some quiet time. You need space, even yeah. if you don't get it physically and just understanding one another is really and how to motivate one another I mean that the part. first episode you guys seemed I think you got a little lost but other than that it was pretty smooth that you went through each challenge finished third and then I watched last night and I'm on pins and needles like last night's episode you guys was like between the yodeling and the bells and like it was just chaos in my brain I was just so like over stimulated with like what was happening in that episode but seeing you guys be lost for talk me through last night's episode let me tell you like we it like we talk about it to this day Austria just the word Austria it's like we learn so much and we'll get into the thick of it but we forced ourselves after that day to take a hard look at what went wrong and it wasn't just getting lost once and I think that's what it looks like on tv is like oh we just got one bad direction like when one bad thing happens I think we looked way more composed than we felt however I didn't see the meltdown I didn't see it and sense it but I was like it was there multiple times (laughs) like me yodeling I don't remember yodeling I was just hit the notes, hit the notes, stare at, stare at the, the lyrics, Fine. get it yeah. done and go. And afterwards I was like, oh my gosh, I probably look so embarrassing, but it, it turned out, yeah. it turned out like, as soon as that happens, it's like you start like that. And that's what people warn you of is when you start making mistakes, we just kind of kept, started reacting rather than recalibrating. Mm. And so we started just like, you start making mistake and mistake and mistake and you can't think straight. And that was the epitome of our leg. Wow. Now, it didn't really get bad, bad until after the Yodel Challenge. Like, yeah, we made like, so for long story short, we left in the first group. The, the lady that we got instructions from put, she was in a rush too. She didn't put in the full address. So it said, even though we knew we were going to freaking Austria, it's like saying one, two, three, four, Calabari Lane, Austria, but she didn't put in Austria. So Got naturally, it. your Google Maps is just going to take you to the one, two, three, four, Calabari Lane or whatever it is. You know what I mean? So we were we were only like twenty minutes out the way, which was hilarious. I, I liked how that showed on TV. Um, so then we get back, we find the freeway. We can now we're like we're going, and we are at this point already kind of think like, oh wow, we're like really behind. It's like at least like an hour. It's like nine o'clock at this point. We left at eight on the freeway. I didn't know mighty, and as I watched the show, that it was only ninety miles. That that I think that's a lie. There's no way. I feel like we were in that car for three hours. We were like three hours, no stereo, 
No, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? That. We just sang, we just sang the whole time. Like, and you heard a small snippet of Quentin doing, like, a little Lion King moment where he's like, Maddie, look left. Like, <laughs> 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 to change up the lyrics so I wouldn't get in trouble. But, like, and we were talking to each other and having fun moment. And then, honestly, we had got, once we got into the city, we had got lost again. Because there was a fork in the road that said Innsbruck, Innsbruck. And I was like, okay, well, the map doesn't say a fork in the road. So I took the wrong one. And then we stopped at a hotel. You're like, oh, you're like 30 minutes away. Cool. So we get there, finally get up the mountain. And then that's when, and I blacked out. I didn't even realize that we did see Derek and Claire. I literally thought we like didn't see anybody. So cool that we got there. Oh, okay. Run this past the, the yodeling mountain, right? Yeah. And yeah. once they, I was like, oh, shoot, we really did see them. Cause we were like, <laughs> this is it. Faith vision. vision. Yes. And then we run, we run up the hill, for, run past the clue box. You know what I mean? And then we're like, we're at the yodel thing and they're like, you need a clue. And we're like, oh shoot, not not with those people. So right now. You know what I mean? And then it's really real when you get to that clue box and there is one left. And you're like, oh, oh no, I'm not we're not going out like this. Not today, not today, not today. Maddie, go, go. <laughs> and she <laughs> killed it. You know what I mean? Left. It's like everybody else has been at that challenge and done it. And you have yes. no other than that. And this is your first challenge, and you're the last one to Okay, freak out would be happening. You know what I mean? So then we, yes. get, we get it, Maddie kills it, whatever, whatever, and we go down. So they we... were there for all of seven minutes. Yes. Like, the yodel challenge? Yeah. Girl, I... people, you're behind off then. People I... were struggle busing on the whole yodel challenge. Oh, it seems well, like. It is um... like, I love to sing. I'm not good at singing, but like, put me in a moment where a million dollars is on the line and I will sing and I will hit it. <laughs> I will find it. <laughs> I had those songs in my head before bed. I'm just saying, like, I felt like between the bells and the singing, like under that immense pressure to get it that quickly. And how about you guys? Okay, we're going to go in order because now I'm excited. Between the yodel challenge, if you killed it in seven minutes and how you guys smashed that dance challenge. You would have won that, that leg. You talk about it all the time. Like if yeah. we just would have typed in Austria, we literally would have won that entire leg. Because one, even if it took Maddie two tries to do the yodel, and if it took us well, how many tries to do the dance challenge, and it's, but it took Marcus and Michael five, there's no way nobody was beating us. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's when it gets frustrating. Because it's like, wow, one word. And so it was the- set up for us. Like, that leg set up for us to hit. Yeah. Well, you know what was crazy too? And I was like, wow, I don't know much about the show in the prior cast, but like seeing how many dancers they have as part of the cast. I mean, you have- It's never like that. It's never, <laughs> it's never like that? I no. feel like when you're trying to stack some- co- But I was like, what is it about professional dancers? Michelle from TMBO for Pitbull's Dancers, the most sad ones. You have like a ballroom couple that are on the show as well. And then you have you guys. And I was just like, is that normal? This feels like a dancing with the stars but going on a merry yeah. amazing race but yeah that challenge i was like there's some you know a little bit of unfair competitive advantages for the dancers to be able to pick up choreography it's not going to take you five six times to to get anything dance oh. it just seems like check <laughs> did you guys do that in one take we did it perfectly but they Pretty made good. it one more time yeah oh really yeah. oh like, even our instructor, like, because you have instructors that teach you, but they don't test you. And he took us back because you have to go back to the practice area. So if you don't okay. get it the first time, you have to like run back to the practice area, which is extra cardio. And we get back there and he's like, I honestly don't know why you guys are back here. So we're just going to stand back here for a second and we're going to put you guys back out. 
and that's what we did. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, literally, but it's annoying when you see because like Linton hop Maddie on that thing, and I was like, that's not even the choreography, and like why? You know what I mean? And who else was it? Uh, it might have been Abby, and I was like, what? Like what is that? That's not the dance. And then you make us do it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So that's when, that's why in going into the race, we always said, don't do judging challenges because it's always subjective. If they want to have a TV moment, they can easily say, you know what, let's hold that team for five times. You know what I mean? Or, you know what I mean? But that's why I think the race is so fair because it really is crazy. Like, it's just frustrating. (laughs) But I mean, in that case, it was, it was two judging challenges. And obviously if we are presented with bells ringing or partners swinging, like, we're we're gonna partner. I'm swinging my partner. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh my it was funny. Our instructor too. When we walked up, he was like, "Okay, so like, I need you guys to be able to count to eight, and you got to count." And I was like, "Okay, five, six, seven, eight. Teach it in one go." Like I told him that, and like just- not playing, like <laughs> because we they didn't show it. But when we won, getting to that place was a mess. It took us an extra the hour. Garage, from the little, no, from the total. Like we were all like, just like to a moment. So I was like, yeah, this is it. Like we were driving on, like, you know what I mean? We were like, yeah. we were over rivers. We were like, <laughs> we stopped what two they, more times. Like, what they don't show is after the yodel that's when, cause like, you know, when I'm yodeling, I don't have time to process. We're in last place. But once we it. sat in the car in our leader hosen, <laughs> we're no, sitting okay. in the car and I just like, I drop, I just like, ugh. And Quentin's like, it's okay, Maddie, have your minute. Like, and that's Ooh. what we were big about is like, if you need a moment, like have it, but you have to come back. Right. And I was like, okay, yeah. thank you. And I was like, I can't navigate you. That's my job. I was like, I can't navigate you, figure it out. And so I just like sat there and I was just like, we did not come all this way, spend all this money, train this hard to get eliminated now. And whatever, we took a deep breath. We get to the parking garage. And another thing that they didn't show, which I think would just have added to the mess of this day. Oh my gosh. Moment um, is we get to the parking garage and you always have to park in marked parking. It's never a free for all. You can never just like park your car and go. It's always labeled with where Amazing Race is parking. Okay. Oh, I was curious about that. Okay. So there's always signs, always signs. Even if you can't see them, they're there. <laughs> and uh, we get there and we're like, okay, parking spot, race brain. You know, we're stressed. We get, and then we get out, our camera crew gets out and we're like, okay, let's go. And as we're starting to run, I stopped Quentin and I was like, that's not marked. I was like, we're not, we can't leave this parking garage until we find marked parking. So what did we do? We ran up and down this parking garage looking for the marked parking. We went all the way up just to find out it was all the way down. Oh, Which is said on the clue, but it's, you don't know it. It's like, it's, they always say, read the clue. And we've been, like, we read the clue and it said three UG was three underground. And that didn't click at all. <laughs> but there's so yeah. many things going through your minds. Like I can only imagine how do these camera crews like keep up with you? They don't slow you down. I'm assuming like if you get out the car and you're ready to, to bounce, to run, whatever, it, it is what it is. They missed the footage. Like, there's so many elements, and I don't know how y'all did this, okay? Like, I really, I'm not cut for it, but I love that you guys have that moment to get centered and be like, you know what? We did not come here, like you said, all this far, and going through all of these things, you just, you know? Yeah. No, oh, I love that. Like, are you kidding? We're better than that. And Thank like, you. 
And I think one of our strengths that we felt is the, our ability to do challenges. And so I Mm. think that was something that we kind of took comfort in is that we're not afraid of anything really. Uh, Or even if we are, we'll rise to the occasion. And I think we both trust each other in that aspect. Like we know that the other person will come through just like like when I went to Yodel, like Quentin's probably like, I'm a better singer, but I know she'll pull it out. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like but, I was practicing in the shower. You, this you, I was like, you got it. You got it. That was it. That was it, Maddie. That was it. That was it. That was it. <laughs> you guys but are definitely think, excellent cheerleaders for each other. I love seeing that too. Just kind of like the positive encouragement and just like, you got this. Cause you need that. I would imagine yeah. these crazy, crazy challenges that you'll find yourself in, which reminds me of the first episode, like when you were doing the, the role challenge and <laughs> You shared it in your Instagram, Quentin, but like, here you are cheering Maddie on. And then it was like your turn to go through the, the race. You just rolled. I mean, it was slippery though. You were not the only person that slipped, but it was just kind of like, whoosh. But I love the, re- it's just kind of like the regrouping and not giving up, man. Staying I, in the game. I think we told ourselves, because like, then this is, I think how our background has helped us is Ooh. like, in the audition world, and this is something that I learned from Rams, from actually JP, who would choreograph for us, he mm-hmm. told us in auditions, it's once something is done, flush it. No matter how it went, once you're done with one round, forget about it, and you just have to stay present in the moment. And that's one thing that Quentin and I were really good about is that no matter what happens, no matter how bad something goes you just have to flush it and keep going and you never make the other person feel bad because then what would happen if Quentin made me feel bad, if I did bad at the yodel, then I'm going to be in my head that I let Quentin down. And then I'm going to be reacting to Quentin's emotion more than I am staying in my race, like the focus, if that makes sense. So we made sure above everything, you don't make the other person feel bad because it is no good for anybody. For sure. And you see that with different couples um, or different teams where, you know, there was definitely a challenging moment. And of course, when they're being interviewed, they're kind of like throwing digs. Like, I don't know what the heck this person was doing. Like, hint, hint, hint. Like, um, and it's probably just all for TV or for fun. But I mean, just really testing those relationships. If you are looking at them like, man, you didn't hold your weight or you were the reason that we, you know, yeah. got lost and this, that. That's, there's just no time for that, I would imagine. You got to just have each other's back big time. And then you write about it in your diary later. Yep. <laughs> Is that where you kind of would dump some of the the day if you had energy? We wrote every mistake from Austria. I'm like, we need a, this can never happen again. And the only way it won't happen is if we face exactly what we did and everything we did wrong. And so we wrote about the entire day and we were like, oh my gosh, like when you actually write it out and visually see how many mistakes, it wasn't just that one getting lost. Like we could put it on that if we want to because that's really all TV showed too, but it was way more than that. And in order to be more successful in the future, you have to take a hard look at all of it. And we were kind of cocky, not going to lie. We were, we were like that first leg, that third place, knowing that that wasn't even our best. Like we didn't even really do anything. Oh yeah. It's dress rehearsal. (laughs) Dress rehearsal. You know what I mean? And then, so I mean, Phil said it when we were sitting there crying, but like, yeah, I was like, kind of emotional there. It was sweet. You don't like the fact that you were crying? No, I think the hardest part is that because we were running to the dance challenge. And again, we really haven't seen anybody. Like, and we saw Aubrey and David running out. And we're like, okay, well, 
if they're probably the last, they, they left last in our head in the first group. They were in the last group. So if they are the last team at this dance challenge, uh, again, not knowing what's happening with the Bells, you, you don't know. It's like, okay, well, let's get it. So we did it. We did it pretty good. You know I mean, we were certainly there. Maddie said, let's run, run. So we're running to the pit stop. And then I see Aubrey and David in the corner, meaning they already checked in. And then I see the rainbow team. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. Because I thought we were last after Aubrey. But if that means if there's another team after them, Oh, we're for sure last. last. Like, and yeah. Dom and Rich are balling. I mean, you saw like she had to run back to the car, da 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 da, balling. Like, so I'm like, oh my god, this is it, this is it. And then of course, Phil's like, it's Quentin Maddie, what happened? Uh, you had a rough day. You couldn't uh, really navigate. Da, 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 da. So then you're already in your head, like, am I really? Are we really going home like this? Like, the yeah. most embarrassing. Like, people are rooting for us. A dance challenge, a dance challenge, and a singing challenge, like. <laughs> And then for him, I then they didn't show up, but Dom kind of explained what happened with them. And then uh, that's when back in the the press releases a couple weeks ago, that's when she was giving me like a whole like, you are be great, be great, da 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 da. And then that's when Phil goes, yeah. So whatever, uh, well, please let let you know that you're not the tenth, like you're not the last place. And like knowing that you're going home, like we knew, like we know, just smacks out like like, oh like ooh. even watching yesterday i was like i'm not i'm not the type to cry like that like on a drop of a dime like that's how you know how much we had invested in this game and like one i think it was more like the embarrassment of this this is how we're really going to go out like we've talked so much mess about the other teams who've struggled and watched we watched every season and like hey let's take notes whatever whatever so like the fact that that was such a traumatic episode. And even like, regardless of how the rest of the season goes, you got to tune in. Yeah, yeah. To find out. Um, I know. Like, that episode two was when we were dreading. <laughs> like, like, knowing how bad it was for us and knowing like all the mistakes and the stress yeah. and just the tears. We knew the tears were going to be shown. And we knew it. They're like, dang it. Um, I was definitely stressed watching. And I was just kind of like, I mean, I knew it was like this moment in time to be able to interview you guys, but now that I've watched two episodes, I feel like, okay, now I have to see how this all plays out, you know? And I was like, I'm not watching this show if they're not on it. Like, I need them to stay in the game. <laughs> so I was watching and I'm like, come on now. You know, anyway, you have my family all watching too because the kids were yes. like, what are you screaming at the TV for? But I was really proud of you guys because it definitely looked challenging and you know, I'm good for a good meltdown. Like I will get back up, but I have to have my meltdown and just flush it out. I love that term. I mean, you know, just get it out and press forward. But like, cause every team was struggling. I feel like that was probably hard for everybody. Like doing challenges five times, six times, like, Oof. man, it was real. I don't know if that's just normal for the show. Cause again, I'm new to it. Um, but I was like, I got, now at least I'm emotionally prepared when I watch to really be kind of like hella into it and invested in <laughs> like, it's just because it's you guys, you know what I mean? I was really rooting for you. Just in general, like, do you guys struggle a little bit just like watching yourself back just on TV period? I mean, in this whole reality show setting, or is it kind of like you're used to it? Well, Quentin, do you want to answer first? <laughs> <laughs> but, oh. He's making faces. <laughs> He's picky. For me, eh, this sounds so vain, but I, I, I was more worried about how I would look, you know what I mean? And knowing that, in the past like I had to get rid of my acne stuff and like, <laughs> like I was like oh my god I don't have that skin on this show like we're again we're trying to be cute the whole time we're trying to be the cute team so I'm like f like 
I, I mean, I think I would say I was nervous about when there was moments definitely in the car where like when you're stressing, you're kind of talking about other teams and everything. And I was like, are we going to be the villains? Because I, I remember saying this about that person. And, um, and you don't oh, know yeah, how this yeah. is all going to be edited. So, th- I mean, and you can see them. They can play out. They can edit you the way they want to because at the yeah, end of the day, sure. they have a lot of footage with your back turned to the camera. So that can they can just put a voiceover real quick. And I was like, I didn't say that there, but that looks like it. Oh, shoot. Um, yeah. In yeah. that aspect. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, other than that. We were the fun team. We are the fun team. And I know that was going to be shown because we we're kind of the only friend couple on the show. Friend couple. Yeah. 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 You have so many different relationships, but you're not vain. I feel like I would be the same way, like critiquing away little clips and just angles and like, oh, why did they catch my mouth open? Like, you know, that would be me all the time. <laughs> just because I just, maybe I am vain, whatever. But what about you, Maddie? I feel the same way. I think it's always nerve wracking. Also, because the show is so real, it's not fabricated, nothing is staged. It's a real race. And I think we held true to just really who we are. But at the same time, when you're just like so in the moment, you're not as like thinking about like, how do I look on the camera right now? So all these reactions are genuine, but are they presentable? <laughs> That's the, that is the, the nerve wracking part. But also at the same time, I kind of take comfort in that whatever it is, is real and it's human. And that I think like goes a long way, especially now in this world. And I just feel like the amazing race is I just love that it's an uplifting show. Like the point isn't to be like nasty drama. It's supposed yeah. to be like fun and adventure. And I feel like we really are like a fun team genuinely. And so showing us for like who we actually are, like maybe there might be some like, oh, I wasn't ready to see that, but it's true. <laughs> it's real. And at least I know like I w- we weren't putting on a front because I think that would be harder. Like, ooh, we're so fake you know but we're yeah not. exactly like if it was kind of like composed at all times and kind of like the spokesperson ambassador kind of sounding vibe yeah, all the time. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you have like the people that actually care about you I think that's a big thing too is like your support system like our support system has been so proud of like how we've represented ourselves so far yeah. that I know if like I was putting on the like cheerleader thing I would have all my friends like dude what are you doing <laughs> like you don't talk like this <laughs> neither of us do <laughs> right 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 no you guys are endearing and I was of course like I said wanting to see more footage of you guys but I'm just so happy that you will be continuing on in the show as I continue to watch because to get me to sit down and watch tv you guys I swear it's like yes mission impossible I mean give yes. me some crimes here and there but like I'm invested and I'm hella into it. It sounds like you guys are solid as friends. Did you find that it tested your friendship in any way? I know you guys said you didn't fight. Did it grow? Did it strengthen? Like, how are you guys different from going into this experience and coming out of it? I said we know each other now. Like, you don't really know somebody until you got to spend 30 days with somebody in a hotel room by yourselves. With no phone. No phone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what do you like to do for, what do you, how do you like cope when you're irritated? Like, what do you do? Like, okay, I'm, I know that I'm a lot to handle. How can I tone it down a little bit so that way I'm not stressing this one out because I'm like, I don't, at the end of the day, needs yeah. to be, you know what I mean? And how can she be there for me? How can I be there for her? I mean, she's has a boyfriend, a fiance now. Like she would go through moments of like, I kind of miss some boyfriend. And I was like, well, I'm not really the empath. So, but. He's like, figure it out. You love it. <laughs> that so sounds like him. <laughs> <He> is, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh and we like like we 
learned, we learned a lot about each other and it really is like an energy thing. And that's what I think we really picked up the most is because we know how each other are like energetically in dance. Like when we're dancing, like we feel that vibe with each other, but when it comes to like feeling body language in like, Ooh, he's not confident right now, or she's stressing or those things. Like that was cool to learn about each other and learn how to like work through it. Like, we'll be like, I think Quentin's in his head right now. I think we need to sing a little bit. <laughs> like if we oh, sing, then cool. we'll like lighten the mood. And that happened all the time. Like we would gauge each other's emotional state and be able to like balance each other out, which it was so awesome. beautiful. I mean, because from what I can tell so far, like with the relationships with the other people who are on the show, there's just some interesting dynamics there where I can see there being, not like it's about drama, like you said, it's, I mean, seeing the Jamaican team like break down when the dad just talking about like, oh, like I was just like, okay, tearjerker moment. But, but I just love that it's just kind of like an opportunity to, you can only have this experience once in life and each couple I feel like has like a special story, but it's nice to even just see in this context, like you say sisters and brothers all the time and like cheer, like the sisterhood or the whateverhood and what, but seeing how your friendship grows, is going to really be awesome to see because we are in the trenches together and we're on these teams, but seeing how even more can be enriched from an experience like this is really awesome. Literally in the trenches in Austria, like wow. you couldn't get any deeper. Like, like, (laughs) we persevered and we did it. We We did. We, you will see us in another episode. (laughs) Well, I'm so proud of you guys. Well, what would you say is like the most difficult lesson that you learned from whether it be like a challenge or just overall the experience of being on the show? They tell you this going into it is like keep racing no matter what because you don't know what's happening with other people but there's something that happens when you start racing that you literally think it's all about you and you are the only person making mistakes and I think it's the added like there were there are no non-eliminations this season so that's part of the panic in Austria was that you just think we are the only person messing up right now we're the only team that's messing up this bad so we're going home so i think the hardest lesson is knowing and we learned after austria that no matter what you race your hardest because you don't know what's happening to other people mm. facts <laughs> i agree that's it yeah <laughs> well it's hard to block that out like even when you think of auditions are there any lessons i guess that you would share with pro cheer dance community based on what you learn in terms of like knowing whether it's auditions or just the experience of being on a team, anything that you guys would share as advice just based on what you've learned that would carry over in like the pro cheer and dance world. It's not about you. It's about your ability to work with other people. I mean, especially in the amazing race, but I think there's a lot to be said about that just in relationships in life in general is be responsible for lifting somebody up and bringing out the best in them. Cause you'll be so surprised at what will happen to you and to that person when you have that kind of dynamic, then getting lost in the competition and bringing them down. That's it. Dang. So succinct and just like (laughs) capturing everything. (laughs) Do you have anything to add? No, (laughs) that was it. Like, like like she said, it's not, it's not about you. And, if you can take yourself out of the equation and be there for somebody else, there's only one way to go from there. You know what I mean? That's um, up, yeah. That's up. Up, up, up. But I'm so 
excited to have you guys this afternoon. Seriously, Maddie, it's so nice to meet you. Nice meeting you Especially as well. And thanks so much for doing this. If you guys want to come back as the season goes on, join me for Cheer Let's Chat, know. talk mm-hmm. about episodes. Like, I'm, yes. I'm so here for it. I know I'm going to want to talk to y'all again after seeing episode after episode. So let's make let's it happen. Do it. Yes. yes. I would love, love, love that. So any future plans that we need to know about? The last time we talked, it was over the summer. And I was just like, I just see you like on TV, somewhere, like in everybody's homes. And then here this whole amazing race comes. I'm just really excited for whatever comes next for you guys. Any future plans that you want to share? For me, I mean, I'm most excited about getting married and about yeah. having the last name Morales because Maddie Morales sounds really fire, way better than Maddie Lynch. So great. <laughs> um, in the near future, I think we're both on the same page that we would love to compete again. Like we would love another mm-hmm. opportunity like for like another show or something. I, uh, I'm a coach, like that's my, my job and that's my passion in life. So mm-hmm. I really, I would love to have my own team at a higher level than high school. Um, okay. so that's where we're at right now. I love it. I love it. And what about you, Quentin? I don't know. There's so much happening in life right now. I just yeah. want to make sure I remain happy and remain actually, no, I want to move out. I want my own place. So that's, we that's, go. What, that's what I'm, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm that's trying to do. So okay. That's the goal. I love it. But no, thank you guys so much for making time for this. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much for listening to the Pro Cheerleading Podcast. You can follow your favorite podcast on social media at Pro Cheerleading Podcast on Instagram, at Pro Cheer Podcast on Twitter. We're on Facebook, on YouTube, and you can support your favorite podcast on Patreon. Until next time, keep your eyes on the sidelines.